Hey everybody, welcome to Pick a Side Stupid. I'm your host, Sean Carter. This week's episode was recorded live at the Blue Ridge Comedy Club in Bristol, Tennessee. The show this week is about hobbies, so you'll hear questions like, would you rather go bowling with a soccer ball or play soccer with a bowling ball? Or probably my favorite question this week was sent in from May Keith, who asked, would you rather be the Michael Jordan of your hobby or have to teach Michael Jordan your favorite hobby? So we'll get into those questions and some others during the show this week. If you haven't listened to the show before, the way that it works is we invite two people up on stage and we ask them a question like that. And then each person gets a minute to make their case and then a 30-second rebuttal, and then the audience votes on the winner. So we're just going to play the best of the night. This was recorded last week, and uh, our next show is April 22nd at Blue Ridge Comedy Club at 10 p.m., and then we'll have one May 12th at Blue Ridge Comedy Club at 8 p.m. All right, so our first matchup of the bracket. Everybody, please welcome Maggie Carpenter and Hope Hall. All right, Maggie, do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. First, okay. And do you want a question from crafts, sports, or wild card? Wild card. Wild card, all right. So... Your question is, um, would you rather paint miniatures for games at your house? Everybody knows what I'm talking about here, right? Miniatures? Like little mini figurines? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Or paint a mural on the side of a building? Well, my boyfriend gave me Warhammer, so I'm going to go with Warhammer. Um, I'm going to, I'd like to paint little men. and I would like to keep them all over my house. Um, that way I could decorate and I would never feel alone. Uh, I could put them inside the refrigerator. I would put them inside the cabinets, inside the dryer. And every day I'd be like, oh, there's a little one. Um, and in my purse. And then you know, when I go to the grocery store, I could like, leave them places for other people too. Because life is like a scavenger hunt. And we all need little kind- kindnesses. And I think that that would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a little bow and arrow guy and you get a, I don't know, melee weapon, I don't know. There you go. Okay. Well, this is my first time trying this and it's a little difficult. And I am an artist, so I would rather paint a mural. Um, only because um, I think I would be better at painting the mural than doing what I'm doing right now which is talking in front of all you people trying to be funny. And, um, you know, I could do nudes on a mural to give people hope, right? (laughs) Give people hope to, especially those that's been married for 30 years, that's probably not really seen a spry, young um, body of any sort. I could put all that energy on that hard surface 
on that wall. And I could choose whatever size of hard surface. Uh, you know, I could make it a really long piece on that mural or a short, thick, girthy piece. Or I could do, um, you know, uh, girl on girl because that's time. <laughs> well, just because they're small doesn't mean that they're not girthy. And so I can also paint those things. And the thing about them being as small as they are, there's no room for graffiti. While on your uh, mural, I feel like people would, you know, go and they would deface it. Um, I'm going to deface mine on my own when I put them places. And so, <laughs> and, and who says that I can't do guy on guy with them? A little bit of hot glue? They can be in whatever position Time. I want though. Okay. All right, so I've got to try this all over again. Um, I have had experience painting little guy men, and um, I have also found places to put those, but I found that it's so much better to create something grander on a bigger wall, and um, let's see, what can I do to, to rebuttal that? I also could paint what I might believe consciousness might be on that wall that has to do with naked people, Time. right? All right. It's a great matchup, but it's time for you guys to vote. So uh, we're going to see who's moving on. You guys, if you want to sit, you're not going to be up for another few minutes anyway. So, uh, yeah. All right. So it looks like who's moving on? The miniatures in the home? Maggie's moving on to the next round. All right. Nice. I'll write that down. All right, so next up, everybody, please welcome Michael Gerber and Terry Merrick. Oh! All right. Terry, do you want to go first or second? Oh, God. Let the teacher go first. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael, do you want a question about, what is it, sports or wild card, I think, is what we have left here. Uh, let, let, let's go with... Let's go with sports. Sports, okay. So, your question is, would you rather go bowling with a soccer ball or play soccer with a bowling ball? Easy, soccer with a bowling ball. Lot more potential for broken toes that way. Um, especially if the little ones are playing, because that's hysterical. Um, just, you know, because there's nothing funnier or more entertaining than watching a bunch of little ones running around, kicking things, and then falling over, screaming, and crying. I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, but uh, I, I think that would be probably, and I think that could also have the potential to go professional. I'm just saying, they could bring that over to Europe, and it's American style kind of, you know, kind of uh, soccer, where uh, the person with the most broken toes wins. They get the golden boot at the end. I think that's admirable to want to kill all of our children with toes. Uh, if you're doing bowling with soccer, here's the benefit to society as a whole. We can actually rejuvenate bowling. It might actually become a universally accepted and fun thing because it'd be competitive. You have a goalie at the end this time, so you have to have a goalie set up before the pins, and then you would actually get a soccer ball rolling down. And forget those little bumpers that they put up for the kids. 
man, you got to have the bumpers for the bowling, for the bowling soccer ball. And are we calling this football now or soccer? I think in the lanes, you're going to have to call it foot soccer. Yes, foot soccer is what we'll call it. That's what it'll be. And uh, I think broken football would be uh, a good name for, uh, for my version. Um, broken foot ball. You gotta add the pause in, broken foot ball, right? Um, you know, and I really think, I'm really kind of vibing on this whole thing of it going professional. Can you imagine like a professional uh, uh, team like in Italy, uh, like instead of hitting a goal, just, you know, broken toe! <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, no, we already have broken football. It's called the NFL, right? It is way broken. You, concussions? You're not going to have concussions. You're going to have ball cushions. I mean, there's no way that you can possibly have a soccer ball that is actually made out of a bowling ball. And what are you doing with your fingers, by the way? What are you doing with your fingers? You can't use your hands. You're not supposed to be using it. So where are your fingers going, Michael? That's not good for the kids. <laughs> All right. So many good points. I'm glad I don't have to decide. I'm glad it's up to you guys in the audience. And it is soccer with a bowling ball. So that was Michael, right? Michael? Michael Gerber, moving on. Nice. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome, oh, the, the original matchup, Travis Stevenson and Johnny Aldal. <laughs> Um, so the only one left I think that we haven't done yet is wild card. Oh no, wait, we did wild card. What haven't we done? Crafts? Yeah, nobody wanted to do crafts yet. That was that was gaming. Okay, well, point is the only one that hasn't been done is crafts. So we'll do that. Travis, you going first? Sure. Okay, great. So your question is, uh, would you rather have your partner knit you a scarf or have your dad knit you a pair of underwear? <laughs> My dad is a pervert and he shakes like a fucking leaf, dude. He shakes like a chicken shit and peach seeds. So like, there's no way I'm gonna let him with like crochet needles anywhere near anything. So I'm gonna get my wife to give me a scarf. Uh, plus, I think I would look sexy with a scarf. Very European, you know? I could pull that off, role play in the bedroom a little bit, put on some accents, you know? That's fun for the whole family. I don't, like, really want my dad knowing, you know, what a disappointment I am in that region, too. Like, he's already upset with me enough. He doesn't need to know that I'm letting him down there, too. It's like, hey, can you make me an extra small pops? <laughs> All right, yeah, that's enough. I'm a little triggered. I guess some people know their dad. There's nothing I'd give more than to actually meet him one time. So, really, that's all, I'm picking daddy wherever you are.
I'll take the tidy whities What a fucking wild first encounter that is. You know those YouTube videos where there's like a family reunited where the Marine comes back from war and their kids are there? We got a 50-some-year-old Johnny meeting his daddy for the first time and he has to ask him to do the weirdest favor fucking ever? <laughs> Fuck it, i choose that answer. I would pay good money to see that. That would be amazing. And he'd get a deep hug and a solemn thank you. <laughs> All right. Great matchup. Let's see how everybody votes. All right. Thanks, guys. It looks like uh, Dad Undies wins. So, Johnny, moving on to the next round. All right. Um, <clears throat> Now, if uh, somebody could take over for Meredith for a minute, because this next matchup is Meredith Kerr versus Zach Acid. Meredith Kerr and Zach Acid. So Meredith's gonna school Tony real quick on how to do this, and then I'll ask. Oh, what category would you like? Music, crafts, sports, gaming, or wild card? Music, Meredith. It's going to be music. Is that just the second music? Yeah, that's the second music. It's about a festival. It's a great, qu it's a great question. Yep, here we go. It's all right. You can know the question. Zach. Zach's going first. Zach, your question is, would you rather go to a four-night music festival headlined by Fish, or a one-hour concert headlined by the Insane Clown Posse. I love really strong drugs, and one hour is not enough for me. Uh, somebody asked me today if I'd like cocaine, and I was like, I don't think so, and they were talking about how they were up till 7 a.m. doing a whole bag, and I was like, I took two tabs of acid and did that last weekend. I was up singing in my kitchen at 7 a.m. doing acid, so I'm definitely going to see Fish. Unfortunately, I hope you got a better lineup during the day than just Fish, because I'm going to be cornballed from 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. and repeat. Hope you like ICP. I do, actually. I know you guys cannot tell by looking at me, but I have a Juggalo tattoo. Um, it says Juggalo forever. And um, I love Zach Acid, but I do not like people on acid. And um, four hours is entirely too long to listen to fucking anything with no lyrics. So I would rather thrash around in clown makeup and hit people with socks with bowling balls in them than hang out with Zach while, while he's on drugs. Um, yeah, juggalo forever. <laughs> I just hope you guys like drugs as much as I do. <laughs> That's all I'm hoping for, really. Um, psychedelics are fun. Mushrooms are great. They're really pedestrian, though. Acid is really where it's at. Um, if you guys want to come with me, we've got four whole days off of work. She's only got an hour. 
Come on. An hour is more than enough time if you know what you're doing, Zach. And um, rain, I saw your face. You're with me. Mushrooms are where it's at. Like, that's, let's go like with the holistic, organic mother nature shit, not the made in a lab shit. Am I right? Um, he's going to be in a nursing home drooling while I'm still going to be a juggalo forever on mushrooms. All right, hey, that's Meredith and Zach. And now, if you just hit the space button, they should be able to vote. Yeah, now you can vote for Fish or the Insane Clown Bossy. Uh, Insane Clown Bossy, moving on here. All right, so that's uh, Meredith, right? Okay, cool. So next up, everybody please welcome our bartender, Cassidy Morton. And returning to the stage, Joseph Ernest. All right, and Cassie, do you want to go first or second? First, please. First, okay. You can uh, pick any. You know I don't know the categories. Music. Crafts, <laughs> crafts, sports, gaming, or wild card. Mm, wild card. Wild card. All right. So, your question, this is uh, one that was sent in from May Keith. Your question is, would you rather be the Michael Jordan of your chosen hobby, okay, best ever at your chosen hobby, or have to teach Michael Jordan your hobby? I would love to have to teach Michael Jordan how to masturbate with a vagina. That would be crazy. In fact, I'd like to teach all of you, and since he's the greatest ever, he could be like a spokesperson. And we could do a whole educational tour, although isn't he dead? We could have done, he's not, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. We could do a whole educational tour where he teaches you how to where the clitoris is. You know that you can find mine. It's very long. No problems there. I think that'd be really insightful for Michael B. We're on, you know, first, in, first, first name initial basis. Michael B. Oh my God, no, I love him too. And I would love, I would love to teach Michael B. Jordan how to masturbate. My Time. So, I would much rather be the Michael Jordan of my hobby. So, if I'm, if I'm licking the clitoris, right, I want to be the best at licking that damn clitoris, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm, if I'm giving her that deep stroke, I want to be the best, the best, even though I'm not going to even come close to whatever she had in the past, but, but I still like to think that I am the next Air Jordan. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm already the Michael Jordan of getting myself off. <laughs> super quick, two minutes, give it to me. I don't know how long it takes him to be a superstar, but hopefully we can get in, in a 10 minutes for him, actually. That's like the goal, right? That'd be awesome. Um, 
Yeah, let me think. What else? You know what? Michael B. Jordan. I want him to fuck me. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> if anyone can get me there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, fuck Michael B. Jordan. Right off the bat. This is Michael Jordan. All right? Number 23, Chicago Bulls. Bringing it down. Six championships. Ain't six. <laughs> Six championships. We're going to take it home. Let's take it home. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, a lot of great points. You guys can vote now. What a, what a strange workplace I have. And teaching Michael Jordan how to masturbate is the winner this time. All right. Who would have thought that's the direction that would go in? But here we are. So next up, everybody, please welcome Rain McKee and Jennifer Tasso. Fun matchup here. I think we got uh, sports and gaming left. Rain, do you want to go first Obviously or second? Obviously, we're doing sports. Sports? Yeah, let's okay. get it. Sports. So your question is from Joe Bridges, a guy that knows a lot about sports. Um, would you rather hunt a duck and eat it or hunt a deer and mount it? What kind of woman would I be if I didn't want to mount it, you know? I think we're going to hunt a deer. First of all, go big or go home. A duck? Who's just getting a duck? That's only gonna feed you. I'm gonna feed my whole family with a deer. I'm gonna Joe Rogan it. We're gonna eat it raw on a Traeger grill while we're all microdosing. You know, we're gonna go hard. I'm gonna find that deer. Here's the thing though, where do I get to hunt it? Because if I can hunt it in Tennessee, I feel like it's gonna be low quality. Like probably lives off of trash or something. Probably a little like meth somewhere in there. But if I could go to like the Rocky Mountains and get one of those fresh Rogan deers, I feel like that would be better. So I guess maybe it depends on where we're hunting. Because a duck in Tennessee, you know, have you ever been on the Greenbelt in Kingsport? They've got a lot of ducks there. And those ducks are bigger than average because they're hopped up on Eastman chemicals. So maybe if it was an Eastman duck, I would consider. But, I, you know, I think I am going to stick with um, mounting a deer. Thank you. Oh, Daffy, Donald, they're both just really fucking annoying. So I really want to shoot those ducks and eat them and get the satisfaction of shitting them out. Uh, and, and then it's all done, you just flush it down. You mount that deer on the wall, you gotta clean that thing, and it's probably not gonna be very clean. I mean, it's rain. <laughs> I've heard her stand up. I don't think her house is gonna be that tidy. So this is probably gonna be attracting bugs and vermin and stuff. She's so right, there's like three dead animals in my apartment already. <laughs> What is one more big-ass deer to tie the room together? I just don't think a duck would do it. I think a duck would throw off the feng shui, and we know I care about that. But if I was like, yeah, I have these two dead brown cats, and then the matching deer, you know? Thank you. The benefit of duck hunting is you get to go with a special companion, your bird dog. And who doesn't love a bird dog? They would just totally trash that deer carcass. Just eat it all up. All right. So many good points, but it's going to be up to you guys, the audience, to vote for your winner in here. 
Well, it looks like Mount the Deer. So, uh, Rain, Rain McKee is moving on in the next round. And now for our final matchup of round one. Everybody, please welcome Tony Doman and Katie Steigers. Tony Doman, Katie Steigers. Okay. Um, Tony, do you want to go first or second? I would like to go first, please. Great. Your question is going to be about gaming. Awesome. Because that's the only one that we haven't asked a second uh, question from yet. So um, your question is, would you rather play a complex dice game like Risk or a simple game like Dungeons and Dragons? You know, I'm gonna pick a complex game like Risk because it feels less complex than Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I don't even know what's going on over there. Dungeons and Dragons is just like Game of Thrones. There's just a bunch of people fucking on HBO, okay? I don't know what's happening. Risk, it's just the globe. There are countries, they have labels, it's war. Dungeons and Dragons, you know, my high school mascot was a, a dragon. It's pretty cool. We were out there tearing it up on the court every Friday night. Yep. <laughs> we weren't in dungeons, we were on the ball court, bitch. Well, I think the risk, I mean, maybe thinks it's a complex game, but really the only thing you do is just like win Asia, right? And then just like, like run everybody else to the ground. Um, whereas Dungeons and Dragons is really an experience, right? Yeah, there's like 20 sides on the dice and maybe you can't count that high and maybe you don't know the names of all the races and you're confused about whether halfling is offensive, but you know what, you're on a journey. You're on a journey and you're gonna learn something about the people we're with. Also, risk happens in your grandmother's living room with your cousins who probably still wet the bed. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, at least in spirit, starts in a pub, which is a much better place to play a game. And if it's gonna be simple, you can at least have a beer with it, right? Um, so I would say that the far better opportunity for you as a gamer is Dungeons and Dragons. I gotta say though, I don't know a lot of people playing Dungeons and Dragons hanging out in bars, let's be honest, okay? They're kind of the people that are in my grandma's basement and yes, they might be my cousins, but that's cool because Roy, you know what, it's fine. Um, He's good at it. And I, you know, you gotta have a hobby, right? You gotta have a hobby, whether that's out there fucking orcs, I don't know, getting the axes and chopping off trees. I don't know what happens in Dungeons and Dragons. I've only seen Stranger Things. Um, risk is great. I'm telling you what, my dad Time. had the board game. These are both games that never end. Right, we know this. But if you're gonna be trapped in the game of risk with a bunch of boring countries that don't actually exist anymore, um, I mean, that's fine. I don't wanna judge. But I would like to personally invite you, Tori, to a bar, or a pub as they like to say, to play Dungeons and Dragons where you can commit to a character and you've got a family of people for years to come. So if you're feeling lonely in your basement, come to the pub and play Dungeons and Dragons. All right, great points. Uh, thank you both. Everybody can vote now, and uh, we'll see who who's moving on. This is the last matchup of round one. So, is Dungeons and Dragons not a simple game? I thought that was a. It's not. It's complicated. 
20 sides on a die doesn't make something complicated. That's just a lot of sides. It's on a map, like Risk? Okay. It's more complicated than Risk? Okay. Hey, you know what? This is, a cl this is our closest matchup of the night so far, and it looks like Dungeons & Dragons is moving on, so... Katie Steigers. Okay, so now we're gonna start having winners face each other, which means our first matchup of two previous winners will be Maggie Carpenter and Michael Gerber. Everybody, please welcome Maggie and Michael. Okay, Maggie, do you want to go first or second? First. Okay. Do you want? Music, crafts, sports, gaming, or wild card? Let's do some wild card again. Wild card, again. Did you do that last night? I did. Oh man, you're dominating the wild card. Okay, so your question is, uh, you decide to get into gardening to lower your stress level, okay? Do you grow something edible like tomatoes or something that serves another purpose or no purpose like cannabis? Um, I'm going to be the worst pot dealer ever. Um, I'm going to grow cannabis for no purpose other than to, to have a green thumb and say I tried it once. Uh, but I won't remember to uh, water the cannabis, so it'll slowly start to die. And then I'll like go, oh, I need to water that again. And I'll like whisper to it, and I'll like sing to it, um, and but it will uh, just die, and then I'll try to do it again, and then um, <laughs> I smoked a lot before coming, uh, as you can probably tell. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's just sinful. Uh, and I have to say, I, I, I remember a long time ago, first time I, I ever learned anything about gardening was with my father, daddy. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember him looking at me and saying, son, do you know that when you pick a ripe tomato off the vine, you can hear it scream if you listen carefully enough. <laughs> Plants feel pain, and don't you forget it, boy. <laughs> and I never did, Dad. I never did. So I will never let those tomatoes' pain go to waste. That's all I have to say about that. Thank you. Well, like Johnny, I didn't have a father to teach me things, but I am feeling like really rebellious because I didn't have a dad to talk to me about tomatoes. So I think I want to try to go to jail once. So I'm going to like try to have like a full on like arsenal of marijuana. And then I'm going to be like, I'm going to shave my head, but then like let it grow back on one side. And they're going to call me mags. And then I'm going to wear like two different color Crocs and I'm gonna have like a cigar, but it's gonna be like broken on the side a little bit, because I don't know how to smoke a cigar. And then Time. I'm gonna have, oh. Like, I, I'm just saying, next time you go to an Italian restaurant and you have some spaghetti with marinara sauce, you just, you remember 
the pain of all of those tomatoes. <laughs> it's not a joke, I'm telling you, man. Because, you know, if you listen carefully enough, you can hear them scream. And you can, say that you can hear them say goodbye to their families as they leave. Not even to mention what happens when you put them in the blender to blend them up. I, it's, it's horrifying. There's a commercial with uh, Sarah McLaughlin on it. You should look at it. <laughs> All right. A lot of good points. At this point, I don't even know whether I would like tomatoes or cannabis. What? Okay, so tomatoes. Tomatoes. Michael Gerber moving on. Uh, all right. So next up, we have a great matchup coming up. Everybody, please welcome oh, Jordan B. And I'm, I'm stretching this out because she's scooping popcorn. But our bartender also coming to the stage, Cassidy Morton. All right, Jordan, do you want to go first or second? I go first. It's cool. First. I thought she was over there. Damn, you're fast. What? She is. She's a track star, and she mainly just uses that now She's to get from the bar star. to the stage. She might so. be writing. But she came through the ground, dude. That's All right. Do you want music, crafts, or sports? Let's do music. Music. Okay. That was a choice right there. So your question is: Would you rather be the singer in the worst band in Los Angeles, or the best? karaoke singer in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I want to be the best karaoke singer. That, that would be beautiful. Like, you know how much pussy you would get being the best karaoke singer? <laughs> like, there's a lot of shit you can sing to. Everybody sing with me. Sweet Caroline. I would kill it, you hear me? Of course, I love Allentown. It's known for something. <laughs> like, <laughs> not sure what they do there. I can get a pita or something. I don't know. But yeah, karaoke for me. <laughs> okay, I'm for sure gonna move to LA. Okay, because I would pick no other place to be homeless. They are so accommodating. <laughs> if I'm gonna be in the worst band, you might as well camp in the middle of the road. That's literally <laughs> what they're doing there. Um, and that's actually my dream. That's, I'm saving up money here so that I can be homeless there <laughs> as the worst singer. Oh no, I'm a really good singer, but the worst band, I don't need them anyway, fuck them. You know, I'm pretty. <laughs> If that's my vessel, I'll take it, you know, to fame, ride, ride me up to the top, Hannah Montana, baby, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I want. Allentown, Pennsylvania, people, you want to live there and raise a family. That's all I'm saying, there's good churches, uh, pools, some Indians, I don't know, it's a beautiful place. You should visit it once. I went there, there was something there. Monster Truck Rally? Anybody been to one of those? There's nothing there? Are you from there? No, you're not from there. What does this have to do with anything? At this point, I'm just, <laughs> Allentown, please. <laughs> Why raise your family in a safe place like Allentown where they can be racist forever? When you could go to LA and they could see all kinds of people that are of unidentifiable sex, race, gender, any of it. That's where we call that's what we call diversity. That's what we call the next generation, baby. So I'm absolutely raising a family in LA. You heard it here first. Um, 
as the singer of the worst band ever, I have to carry my bandmates' babies. All right, so many good points. Thank you both. And everybody in the audience, you guys can vote now and uh, send one of these on to the next round. Um, yeah, Allentown is just a famously shitty place. Like, Billy Joel wrote a song. Yeah, Billy Joel wrote a song about how they're shutting all the factories down in Allentown. And then the people of Allentown went like, we never even had factories, you dick. We've always been shitty. <laughs> so, um, all right. We got, oh, 62%. It's a close one. So LA's worst singer, Cassidy Morton, moving on to the next round. And now the final matchup of round two. Everybody, please welcome Rain McKee and Katie Steigers. They got up here fast. Katie, do you want to go first or second? First. First, okay. You can choose from crafts or sports. Sports. Sports, okay. Great. So uh, this question is from Joe Bridges, of course. Which game would you rather reimagine and play based on its name alone? Pickleball or cornhole? This is an incredibly difficult choice. So I am devoted to the game of pickleball. But I think if I was gonna reimagine something, cornhole has way more possibilities. First of all, instead of throwing bean bags, you could throw corn. Secondly, thank you, yeah, it would be fun. You could get sponsors. Um, secondly, uh, you could reimagine what the hole is. I'm a mother, so I can't really describe the things that I'm, I'm thinking, but I bet your filthy minds are full <laughs> of possibilities. Are they not? So um, furthermore, I think that uh, America would develop innumerable ways to sponsor this uh, with corn products, corn meal, corn bread, um, the frying pans that you put this stuff in, it could probably become violent or uh, sadistic, uh, and probably people would bet on it. I'm pretty sure that there would be a lot of opportunities for DraftKings to make a lot of money on this activity. Like, will someone put their corn in a hole? I don't know. Um, or <laughs> is it really corn? Time. <laughs> Dill pickleball. Sweet and sour pickleball. <laughs> hamburger chip pickleball. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. We're never going to go hungry. But I do think in a perfect world, we would just combine them, and I would put my pickleball in her cornhole. But <laughs> if, you know what I'm saying? Like, that sounds like the best outcome. But if we can only choose one, obviously, I want the pickleball. If you could just replace any ball with a pickle, that sounds awesome. Like, imagine. You're gonna go watch a game. What sports use balls? Can I get basketball? Thank you. Imagine you're at the court, okay? You're watching the teams, and all of a sudden they're like, eh, foul or whatever they do. You're gonna shoot one of these guys, the the on the line, and you're like, oh my god, here comes the pickleball. And then it's just a dude, and he's like, you know how they do their dances? <laughs> Instead, he's like, Time. So I appreciate the fact that you recognize that your game doesn't work without mine. That's important to, for the voters. Um, also, pickleball's already a derivative sport. They like made it up out of like wiffle ball and tennis and badminton and some other crap. 
Uh, cornhole is its own game, and so we are reimagining it, a new thing. Um, and as you said, you know, basically you just show up and you throw stuff in holes. Pickles can be a part of new cornhole. It's fine. Um, you could you could like have a wild card uh, part of the game where somebody just like hits a buzzer and all of a sudden instead of throwing corn, time. It's pickle. <laughs> there are rackets in pickleball, right? All right, no, they're fucking rackets, bitch. We're reimagining pickleball here. They're rackets. All right, you got the pickleball. You throw it up. You smash it with the racket. It goes through. Now you got relish, guys. I see it. Okay, close match here, but it looks like pickleball is winner. So Rain McKee. All right, so our final matchup tonight to see who will be our champion will be between Michael Gerber and Rain McKee. Michael, would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. First. Okay, would you like uh, music or crafts? Crafts. Okay, great. Your question is, uh, would you rather spend your retirement dumping stuff into a scrapbook or picking up discar discarded scrap metal? Spend my retirement picking up scrap metal mm -hmm. is really kind of what I'm thinking. Because mm -hmm. you could do so much with scrap metal. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but you can make sculptures, apparently, of your husband's cock. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there's just so much you can do with scrap metal. It's such a versatile thing. And plus, you know, if I'm going to be old and retired and things, I want sharp metal objects to throw at children as they get on my damn lawn. Um, you know, and plus, you can melt it down. You can, it's just a lot of things that you can do with it. Um, so if I'm going to spend my retirement and my retirement money, it's definitely going to be scrap metal, so. We all know retirement doesn't exist by the time I'm 65, right? <laughs> we, whatever funds those are are getting drained by the day. He might have a chance, I don't know how old he is. He could be 50, he could be 18, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely won't have money when I turn 65, so I'm gonna make a scrapbook, and in that scrapbook I'm like, oh, remember when we had a job? Remember when we made over minimum wage? Now we're too old to work. Look at how much fun I was having when I was rich and young and I don't know. <laughs> Look at this time I went to a bar and punched a punching bag so hard I broke my wrist. And <laughs> Look at this time I hunted a deer and put it on my wall. <laughs> Look at this time I let all these cats die in my apartment. You know what I'm saying? All the fun stuff that I got to do when I was young and had money and that's it. <laughs> See, I think that by the time I do get to retire, uh, which is a lot further along than you might think, young lady, uh, there's not really going to be much left of the world but scrap metal. Uh, I don't think there's really... <laughs> we're not going to be able to take pictures of anything. We're not going to, you know... And plus, I mean, it's going to be a desolate wasteland. Why would you want to take any pictures anyway? That's, it's, that's just kind of how I feel, so... 
in between the time we retire, the world's gonna rebound from whatever sad apocalypse is going on when he turns 65. But I'm very lucky. By the time this gap, this huge gap between us catches up and I get to retire, the world's gonna rebound, the grasses will be greener, all the animals that are extinct have come back because of biotechnology. Now I'm a wildlife photographer. That's what I've chosen to do with my retirement. I've reinvented myself. I'm out in the savannah. I bought a fancy ass fucking camera with stolen money. And I'm, okay. All right, great points by both of you. Thank you so much. And now it's time to vote on who's gonna, who's gonna, who's gonna get our pick a side stupid championship belt this evening. Uh, that's right. Whoever wins gets this belt, but can only wear it here because it doesn't go anywhere because Johnny made it and he's not making fucking thirty of these. <laughs> he's making one, and then you can drape it over your shoulder, wear it, whatever you hit your opponent. Don't okay, don't hurt anybody. But you know what I'm saying. Be cool. And the winner is. Scrapbook, Rand McKee! Give it up. Hey, Rand, here's the belt for you. Right on. Give it up for Rand McKee! All right, well, that's our show for this week. Thanks so much for listening, whether you're tuning in from Tennessee or Virginia or back up in Massachusetts. We appreciate you. You can follow Blue Ridge Comedy on Instagram or check out their website, blueridgecomedy.com, to see all the events coming up. We got a couple of pick aside stupids live at the club coming up April 22nd at 10 p.m. and May 12th at 8 p.m. And we got a lot of other fun events going on there as well, including open mic night every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And we've got stand-up and improv comedy classes that you can join right now on our website. This is your host, Sean Carter, signing off. Thanks so much. You can also follow me on Instagram if you want or friend me on Facebook or whatever it is. I'll see you all soon.